This is the Podfic of Living of Love, written by Inked Starlight, read for you by Ashita, and Burning Aurora as Remus. James! Sirius cursed as he opened the door. His best friend poked his head from behind the counter. Yes, my lover? Cut the crap. What in the bloody hell have you done to my shop? Happy Valentine's Day! He exclaimed with a sheepish grin. Sirius stared wide-eyed at his flower shop. Only it wasn't. It was bedazzled in pink. Paper hearts linked their way across the walls. Red and pink stickers were plastered on the front windows. A jar of heart candies was placed on the counter. Every bouquet had a card with some absurd declaration of love resting in the flowers. Sirius sighed. What am I looking at, Prongs? Well, my truly amazing friend, you're looking at the new and improved Guns and Roses. James raised his arms. Lily helped me a bit last night. What do you think? I think you're crazy. It's a masterpiece. It's not punk rock at all. I asked you to come help me prep for the holiday, not let Cupid come in and throw up all my flowers. Embrace the holiday pads. It's a wonderful thing, love. James looked off with doe eyes. Sirius snorted. <laughs> Still in your honeymoon phase, I see. You'll find someone too, you know. <sighs> Doubtful. The amount of eligible gay men in Hampshire is equivalent to the dignity I have left. Sirius turned the sign on the front door that stated they were open before shutting it and walking into his shop. Though it was a minimalist interior, it showcased his best floral arrangements. The black and white framed photographs of old bands rested on the rustic brick walls. On the left and right walls were white shelves of flowers, from peonies to dahlias to flower crowns. In the middle sat two maroon love seats angled towards each other. There was a round table in between them with Sirius's favorite flowers in an intricate vase, Cosmos Astrosanguineus. And towards the back of the shop was an L-shaped counter with his bouquets of the month placed on it. He walked swiftly behind the counter to the registry and placed his things on the floor. He surveyed his precious store with a look of disbelief. What about that guy you told me about a few weeks ago? The one who recently opened up the bookstore just across the street? James waggled his eyebrows and followed him around the counter. Sirius blushed as he remembered the man. Are you Sirius Orion Black, the man who claims to have a heart of steel, blushing? Sirius sacked him in the shoulder in hopes of ending his utter embarrassment. Sod off, Potter. But as James rubbed his shoulder and howled with laughter, Sirius allowed himself to remember the man whom he couldn't stop thinking about. Sirius flipped the open sign as the first drops of rain began to come down. It was a cloudy day on Belmore Street, but beautiful just the same. The local shop's lights glowed in the downcast morning. The cobbled road was glistening from the rainfall. The storm was as welcoming as it was refreshing. He looked out his window to see the no longer vacant store directly across the street from his. 
The sign above the door said Secondhand Prose. He gave a small smile. There hadn't been a bookstore here in a long time. Just as he was about to walk away from the front window, a lean figure in the rain caught his eye. It looked as though the man was trying to carry tons of boxes from a truck into his store. In the rain. With only a t-shirt on. He shook his head incredulously. But he looked upward again at the now downpour. He shifted his gaze back to the struggling man carrying what seemed to be a heavy box. Sirius muttered hateful words to himself as he put up his hood and stepped out into the storm. He walked quickly across the uneven street. As the man walked out of the store, Sirius approached the truck. The man looked up at him and Sirius's steps faltered. With hair dark with dripping water, a soaked through shirt and glasses that weren't helping him at this point, the man was a handsome mess. His warm gaze penetrated Sirius's. With the realization that he was staring at the stranger, Sirius cleared his throat, a flush creeping up his neck. I couldn't help but watch your helpless attempt at moving all this shit. He pointed over his shoulder at the numerous boxes sitting in the back of the truck. Do you need any help? Surprise overcame his face, but he looked at his feet and smiled shyly. That would be great. Sirius tore his gaze from him and moved to the truck. It was piled to the brim with cardboard boxes. As he leaned over to pick one up, he looked inside to see worn books. He noticed one of his favorites and picked it up. The Fountainhead? A brilliant book. Sirius turned around to see the man standing just a few feet away. His gaze quickly snapped up and his cheeks flushed. Sirius couldn't help but smirk at the fact that the man had been checking him out. He gulped. It's groundbreaking. Sirius was about to agree when another box caught his eye. This one filled to the brim with CDs. A familiar album cover was at the top of the pile and he picked it up. Emotionalism? This album is incredible. Do you listen to them? Remus's eyes brightened with passion and he grinned. Track 10. They launched into a discussion about the album and the other music they listened to, somehow ending up discussing where they came from and where they longed to go. At some point, Sirius sat on the edge of the truck, Remus joining him, legs swinging back and forth all the while, the rain continuing to beat down on them as they continued to talk for what felt like hours, never once hitting an uncomfortable silence or an awkward topic. A tether seemed to form between the two men as they connected through words. We should probably finish up with these boxes. Sirius nodded to the books behind him, reluctant to end their conversation. After that, the two men danced around each other as they efficiently moved all the boxes into the new store. The rain conveniently stopped just as Sirius brought in the last box. He walked back outside where the man was sitting on the rear of the truck reading a book. Sirius used this moment to look at him. His hair was nearly dry and he had a glorious golden hue in the curls. He was beautiful. He looked up as Sirius approached and stood up. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your help. It would have taken me twice the amount of time to do all of that. He waved his hand toward his store and chuckled. A handsome man in need of a white knight? It was my pleasure, he shamelessly flirted. The stranger blushed all the way down to his toes. Er, thanks. Have, have a good day. 
he abruptly turned his heel and practically ran into his shop. Sirius swore at himself. He was so damn forward. He groaned and began walking back to Guns N' Roses, sans a cute guy's number. It wasn't until Sirius was inside his shop that he realized he never got his name. He came back to the present to find James shaking his head at him. What happened to the serious black I knew? The one who went after anything he wanted? You know what happened to him. James tisked at him. You can't let one man ruin any chance for others. He was a complete asshole who treated you like scum, and you're better than him, mate. You're better than what your family believes you to be, better than what you see yourself as. Sirius spared a glance at James, who was looking down at him with love. Is this the part where we hug? James scrunched up his nose and shoved Sirius back on the shoulder. They laughed together and Sirius retreated back to the counter. He picked up a peony from the vase and let out a deep breath. James grinned at his unusually nervous friend. Now go get some, my man! James spanked his butt on the way out. Needless to say, Sirius bruised his shoulder. Again. A bell jingled as Sirius opened the door to the bookstore. Before he had opened the door, however, he noticed a few Valentine's-themed books in the front window. Laughter bubbled up at the sight of the erotic romances, and he continued into the shop. Peering inside, a vintage-looking shop with what looked like hundreds upon hundreds of bound words resting on wooden shelves stretching across the majority of the room, met his eyes. Towards the back, he could make out a few overstuffed armchairs. He stepped inside and inhaled the scent of old paperbacks and freshly brewed coffee. Not having noticed before, he realized the small bar to the right. It was a bookstore cafe. He walked in further, finding no one in sight. He bit his lip in anxiousness. Was he even here? Sirius strolled past the bookshelves, glancing into each aisle, but the man from a few weeks ago was nowhere to be found. Finally, he got to the last shelf of classic novels. He looked down the narrow aisle between the books. There he was. Standing on a stool librarians often use, he was leafing through a gently used book. His untidy curls stuck up every which way, and his thickly framed glasses were on the verge of falling off his nose. And they weren't covered in raindrops this time. Angled toward him, Sirius noticed his sweater. It was pink, with a few sewn hearts on it for the holiday, he presumed. He was even more adorable than Sirius remembered. The man shelved the book with satisfaction. He then stepped down to the box beside the stepping stool to pick up another book. As he grabbed the book and straightened, his gaze caught Sirius, standing in the middle of the aisle. His eyes widened in surprise. Oh, hello, he said, self-consciously running his hand through his golden hair, making it stick up even more. I, uh, I don't know if you remember, but I helped you move in a few days ago. I'm... Serious? As soon as the man said it, he blushed furiously. Er, your friend came in the other day and mentioned you own the floral shop across the street. The only coherent thought in Sirius's head was James went in a bookstore? Remus continued. I figured it was you, seen as you came in and out of the shop when you helped me that day. So I asked for your name. 
Did I thank you, by the way? It was really kind. Sirius watched him with intrigue as he stumbled over his words. When he finished his rambling, he simply stood there with bright eyes and tousled hair. I'm Remus Lupin, by the way. A bit of a late introduction, but, er... Better late than never, Remus. Sirius finished for him, grinning. Remus loved the way his velvety voice rapped along the two syllables of his name. They stood there for a few moments, looking at each other with anticipation. This is for you, Sirius blurted out, reaching out and handing him the flower. Remus's eyes softened and gladly took the peony. It's beautiful. Thank you. I, erm, I was actually just going to bring you something once I finished shelving. He waved his arm at the pile of books behind him. You're in luck. I'm quite a fan of surprises. Remus led him down the aisle, past the dozen of bookshelves, and to the cafe. Sirius followed him like a lost puppy. Once they reached the cafe, Remus picked up a lone mug on the countertop. He turned around and held it out to Sirius. He looked at the cappuccino to see a dog paw was designed with milk on the top. I saw you walking your dog past my store on Saturday. And well, I thought you'd like it. Sirius's heart squeezed. I love it. It's amazing. I I actually came over here to ask you out. Not believing his ears, Remus tripped over his own feet as he took a clumsy step forward to hand the coffee to Sirius. Although he steadied himself from falling forward, the contents flew out of the mug and onto Sirius. And as if it were happening in slow motion, the hot liquid splattered down Sirius's white shirt, staining it a muddy brown. Remus's eyes widened in horror. Sirius looked down at his wet shirt and back up at Remus's horrified expression. Shit on a fucking stick. Bloody hell, I'm such a fucking wanker. A long list of expletives shot out of Remus's mouth. And Sirius began laughing. To his chagrin, Remus decided it was a good idea to grab a towel and begin dabbing at Sirius's shirt with it. He began wiping at his stomach, not so subtly feeling his impressively hard muscles, then got to his knees and cleaned the coffee off Sirius's shoes and the floor. <laughs> as much as I like the sight of you kneeling before me, I don't think it's doing much. Remus tilted his head up. Sirius was looking down at him with amusement and heat in his eyes. Sirius bent down and got eye level with Remus. He grabbed his chin gently with two fingers. You're the clumsiest, most adorable man I've ever met. He whispered, leaning in until their lips almost met. Before Sirius could move an inch further, Remus shot to his feet. Er... We should. I... I have customers. Sirius stood up and looked around the vacant bookstore and to the lone worker at the coffee bar who was on her phone. I think you could manage a five-minute break. And with that, Sirius grabbed Remus's pale hand in his warm one and led him out the door to the floral shop across the street. Sirius held open the front door, extending his hand to let Remus walk in first. Gentlemen first. Remus walked into the store with Sirius behind him, and before Sirius could open his mouth to welcome him and give him a tour, a flash of light blinded their eyes. What the fuck? 
Sirius blinked a few times to regain his vision, only to find James standing in front of them, camera poised in front of his grinning face. Remus was looking at him, confusion written all over his face as he too readjusted his eyes. Aw, look at your faces. He brought down the camera to look at the picture he had just shot. He keenly resembled a proud parent on the night of prom. You guys are such a cute couple. Sirius's mouth hung wide open, disbelief and embarrassment written over his face. He crossed an arm around himself and hid his head in his hands, face-palming his forehead very audibly, shaking his head in defeat. Remus, on the other hand, was smiling, amusement in his eyes. He gave James a small wave. Nice to see you again, James. But, er, we aren't exactly dating. We've really just been properly introduced. James waved him off. Not yet, you aren't. He winked suggestively. Sirius lifted his head abruptly. James, he seethed, trying to remain pleasant. Don't you have to go do that thing? He tapped his chin thoughtfully and frowned. I don't think so, mate. But one look from Sirius had him running to the back. Sirius was furious. James was a wonderful friend, no doubt, but he knew what Sirius had gone through with his previous relationship. The pain he had experienced after the man he loved cheated on him. Coming home from the jewelers, a newly bought engagement ring in his pocket, calling out his name, his heart pounding in anticipation, hearing sounds from their bedroom and opening the door to see him fucking another man, screaming and screaming and screaming until his voice was hoarse and his tears were nearly drowning him, throwing the ring in his face, the betrayal, the heartbreak. James knew. He witnessed it all, the breaking, the burning, the healing. He knew that Sirius thought he would never let someone in like that again, that he would never know what intimacy and love would feel like. Three years had gone. He had never been in a relationship since, never found a person that he could open himself up to. And now, with Remus, he felt like he could have a chance of happiness and love. If James didn't buck it all up, he turned around to face Remus, a long-winded apology already on the tip of his tongue, but before he could get out a word, Remus took a long stride forward, wrapped Sirius in his arms, and kissed him, his lips soft and flush and fumbling. Sirius, completely taken aback, had only one thought running through his mind. Remus is gay. I owe James ten bucks. But that instantly vanished when he realized Remus is kissing me. Once his brain properly functioned, his lips curled into a warm smile, and he began to properly kiss Remus back. His slightly shaky hand tentatively slid up to wrap around Remus's neck, deepening the kiss. The other went to the man's narrow waist, fingers tightening around his soft and oversized jumper, curling around the material to pull Remus closer to him. They continued to kiss for what felt like hours. With their bodies pressed tight against one another, they were in their own cocoon of blissful heat. When Sirius pulled back slightly, his stormy eyes met Remus's, whose were bright and warm like melted chocolate. He brought his hand up to cup Remus's cheek tenderly, drinking in the flushed face, shy smile, tousled hair. Can I just 
Say something, Sirius asked, breathless. A nod. I am a fucked up man. I haven't had a relationship in three years. He shook his head, laughing a little. You make me feel, Remus. I don't know what it is about you. I only know we've only just met and fucking hell is this cliche, but I feel like I've known you forever. Maybe it's your taste in literature or your adorably crooked glasses. Or maybe it's the fact that we connect in this way that I've never experienced. But I want to take this chance with you and risk being completely destroyed instead of wondering what could have been. So please take that chance with me because you are like no one I have ever met. He exhaled a breath and quickly added, It's also a bonus that you're incredibly handsome and witty. Remus laughed incredulously and merely nodded, whispering, Yes. Sirius held up a finger and ran over to the display case picking up a single rose and rushed back to Remus holding it out to him. He smiled, accepting the flower and pulled Sirius into him, kissing the life out of him. From a passerby's view in the cobbled streets, they would simply see two men in a tight embrace, their gazes never wavering. Two lovers on Valentine's Day. The end. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>